Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show. I bought a gargoyle, and here's what happened. He's sitting right in front of me right now. I'm looking at him, and he is a wicked looking little dude. Uh, let me try to describe him. He is about six inches tall and he is made of, I don't know, some kind of like heavy resin that looks like dark gray granite. And I actually have him in my left hand right now. So, you know, all gargoyles, they look like little, well, maybe not all, but many of them look like little devils. And so he's sitting there, he's got pointy ears, and he's got big curled horns and bat wings, and his arms are crossed, and his legs are crossed, and he has these penetrating eyes with these arched eyebrows, kind of an upturned nose, a mouth that looks a little bit like a chimpanzee's, and he's just resting his chin on his hands as he stares out, guarding me against something, you might say, and um, a, a very intimidating looking little guy. He has a tail on the back, and as a matter of fact, I know that uh, you probably want a picture, so maybe I'll post one on my Twitter account for you, instead of trying to describe this guy. Uh, my Twitter, of course, is just at Joshua P. Warren, or you'll find my Twitter feed on my website, JoshuaPWarren.com. Okay, so why do I have a gargoyle sitting in front of me, and what has he done for me? What's the story here? What has happened? Well, first off, I, I just want to point this out. Um... Uh, if you followed my work for a long time, you know that I lived in year for years in Puerto Rico. And there was an area, there is an area of Puerto Rico called Ensenada. And I'm actually looking at some pictures of Ensenada right now. And uh, basically, a few years ago, they started seeing one of these big... Uh, devilish looking creatures running around the city. Uh, in fact, they said that this thing, which they called the gargala, which just means gargoyle. Uh, they say that uh, this thing is six feet tall. It can fly around in the evening skies. It has been witnessed by dozens of people over the years. I even interviewed some active duty police officers who said that they had seen this thing and they didn't know if it was an alien or an interdimensional being. Somebody even took a picture of what they claim is this thing they call the gargoyle. It looks very much like Mothman. I don't know if this is real or not, but if you want to see that picture for free, uh, go to ericeboproject.com. That's a part of Puerto Rico. You've probably heard of the 
Arecibo Observatory, A-R-E-C-I-B-O, AreciboProject.com. And you can see for free uh, a photograph that somebody claims they took of the Gargula. I've always been fascinated with this idea that there may be some reality to these gargoyles because it turns out that when I started interviewing people in Puerto Rico, they would often see this big gargoyle looking thing running around a field, a vast field. And on the other side of the field was some kind of a, a monastery there where, you know, uh, I guess priests and nuns and folks like that uh, would live. And so it has long been believed that even though these, these creatures, they look scary, that that might just be because they are meant to, to, to frighten away truly scary things. It's sort of a facade. So anyway, bearing that in mind, let's just look at what the heck, the story is behind gargoyles historically before I get into to why I have this one sitting here and what a gargoyle might be able to do for you. That's what we're leading up to here. So, okay. In architecture, specifically Gothic architecture, the gargoyle is a carved or formed grotesque, often with a spout designed to convey water from a roof and away from the side of a building thereby preventing rainwater from running down masonry walls and eroding the mortar between. So architects have often used multiple gargoyles on these buildings to just sort of direct that flow of water. But also, um, they look fantastic because they need to have these elongated throats so that they can direct that water away. And what I thought was especially intriguing about the story behind the gargoyle, and I, I'll be surprised if you know this. Okay, for one thing, the term originates from a French word, which is similar, gargoyle or something like that, which it, it, it basically means throat or gullet. So the, so the long throat is a very, you know, typical uh, example of um or are a typical feature of why these things existed even though the one that i have right now this is not that type of a gargoyle he doesn't have a big long throat like that he's sitting there kind of hunched so he has a bit of a a more fundamental role to play um but here is the story supposedly okay there's a french legend that sprang up around the name of saint romanus and he lived in the year uh, 631 or thereabouts. And he was a chancellor of an area called Rowan. And supposedly at that time, Rowan was being terrorized by a monster that they called Ligargula, basically. And this basically was sort of like a dragon. A, a dragon with bat-like wings, a long neck, and the ability to breathe fire from its mouth. And according to many versions of the story, St. <clears throat> Romanus uh, subdued the creature with a crucifix, and he somehow captured it with the help of the only volunteer he could find, which was a condemned man. And they led this monster back to Rowan and they burned this thing, but its head and neck would not burn up due to it being tempered by its own fire breath. So this was a fire breathing dragon that's head and neck was so tough. It was resistant to fire. And so once they had killed this dragon like creature, as, as a big trophy and a warning, they mounted its head on the walls of the newly built church there to scare off evil spirits and use this for protection. And, it, you know, we, we, we see stories where people used to do this. For example, when the pirate Blackbeard was killed, they cut his head off and they put it on the front of the ship as they sailed into port. And in England, of course, it was very common for them to draw and quarter people. And then they'd 
send the head to one part of the kingdom and the this right arm to another part and this left leg to another part. People used to do that sort of thing as a deterrent. So this is supposedly um, where it started. And then, of course, it's so it's a protective um, a protective creature, but at the same time, it can serve this dual role in architecture of also acting as a water spell. All right. So that's apparently the story of the gargoyle. And of course, there are versions of gargoyles that go back way earlier, though. Even the ancient Egyptians had similar types of things and chimeras, which look like a combination of people and animals or different animals all, you know, combined together, that sort of thing. Um, and when you start reading about how that these things have been used in particular by the Catholic Church, it says that they were used as this is an, this is a, a new word, okay? They were used as apotropaic devices. Apotropaic. I didn't know that word. Do you know what that means? Apo, okay, apotropaic magic. It's, it comes from a Greek word, which means to ward off. This is what they call protective magic. And it's a type of magic intended to turn away harm or evil influences as in deflecting misfortune or averting the evil eye. So a lot of good luck charms, amulets, bracelets, things like that, that are supposed to to protect you and turn bad stuff away are part of what's called apotropaic magic. <laughs> well, when we come back from our break, I'm going to tell you why I have this thing sitting here because something spooky started happening to me. And when you learn about my experience, well, you might want to get one of these for yourself as well. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, by the way, uh, if you want to get some free instant gifts from me, I mean, automatically, all you have to do is go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com. Take two seconds. Put your email address into my free e-newsletter bank there. Hit the submit button. Boom. You get the email that has links to all kinds of Amazing stuff that will make your life more magical, and I will be sharing even more free goodies with you soon. And a lot of them are intended to help make this year as good as possible for you. Go to joshuapwarren.com to sign up right now. I am Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's more strange things coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We are happy to announce that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached over 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows for free. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. CoastToCoastAM.com is where you want to be. Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren. And let me remind you that in this country, the United States, we are supposed to cherish free speech. And if you wake up one day and it's gone... You don't get it back. So please only support people and politicians that endorse free speech. No censorship, no exceptions. If you don't do this, you and your loved ones cannot turn back the clock. And remember, free speech is not needed to protect popular speech. Free speech exists primarily to protect offensive speech, things that some people just don't like. So now is the time to take that seriously if you enjoy listening to this program and the right for others to be able to produce their own programming all across this country. And I'd like to thank the world. Let's get back to one of the things that, well, this is actually something that has offended some people. When I did my very first episode, of the Strange Things podcast, I told people how to create a minion. And this is basically something like a creature that you can draw or sculpt. It's a thought form that you create and you go through a certain technique and you charge it with a particular purpose and you send it out there to do your bidding. And 
some people, they got freaked out by that idea because they said, this sounds too much like, you know, you're conjuring up something. And I understand that it's a controversial issue, but I do believe that maybe sometimes when you have something like one of these little gargoyle statues next to you, uh, there might be some kind of a spirit here that actually is protecting you somehow. Okay, here's what happened to me. I own way too much stuff. I have storage units all over this country that are just filled from top to bottom with uh, strange things and mad scientific instruments and oddities. Um, and one of these days, I will put all of it on display. I don't know when that's going to be. It's going to be a big project. And, of course, right now it's not a good time to pursue anything like that uh, because the pandemic makes it so difficult for people to to get together in a, in a big group and, and do anything for a while. But I still, on the other hand, I do produce here in Las Vegas the Vegas Ghost and UFO Show where we bring out props and we have items that are either haunted or charmed that, that have some kind of spiritual essence or attachment so last year i was traveling and i don't i don't want to say where i was but i was in a rather odd city and i went into a rather fantastic little shop and lauren my wife was with me and at one point i turned a corner and i saw this little gargoyle statue sitting there and i immediately connected with it and i just said i'm buying that I didn't even look to see how much it costs. I just said, I'm buying that. And uh, so, and to be honest with you, I don't remember how much it cost. But I, I just felt like there was this strong protective presence around it. Now, during that same trip, I ended up going to a lot of weird little shops and, you know, not just antique stores, but yard sales. And, you know, sometimes I get to invited to view, to view a private collection somewhere. And so I started buying some items that I thought were probably haunted. And here's something I, I should stress here. Um, because I have this show here and because I'm interested in examining haunted stuff and things that have attachments, I'm open to bringing that into my life to a certain extent. If I see an object, I can usually tell whether or not it seems to have a spiritual attachment, but I cannot always tell if it's good or bad. Sometimes I just know there's something attached to it. So I bring it into my, my house. And this is, I do not advise that you do this, by the way, necessarily, if you don't know what you're doing, but I'll bring it into my house and I'll find out within a few days if there's something good or bad. In many cases, I find things that are absolutely lucky that bring good fortune, that create great synchronicity, that create, you know, all kinds of wonderful vibes and, and healthy energy. But sometimes you, you, you know, you bring an object in and uh, you say, uh Oh, I don't think this should be in my house anymore. So I bought quite a few things on this trip. So many things that I even bought a whole separate big suitcase, just a cram full of stuff and, uh, and have that, you know, sent back to me on the airplane. And so, um, when I got back home, I was really exhausted and I was, I, I, I was not unpacking everything at once. I had unpacked about half of my stuff and I don't want to tell you at this point what I got because I'm still studying it and I don't want to, until I have all the results in, I don't want to tell you exactly what I was dealing with, but I got some things that were obviously haunted by some bad energy. And here's how I know that. Here's what happens to me when I bring something into my house that's got bad juju. How it affects me is I will be sleeping. And, and this is, this is some scary stuff. I, I hate to even say this because, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to manifest this for anybody, but here, here it goes. I'll be, I'll be lying in bed, uh, sleeping or almost asleep. And then I will hear something in the bedroom. And it will tap on the wall or it will scratch on the wall or occasionally it will tap me on the back 
And I'm, I'm getting, ooh, I'm getting goosebumps right now, even recalling this, because when it happens, I whip around and sometimes I might see a very, very dark form there. Sometimes I don't see anything, but the room gets really cold. And at that point, I know, uh oh, I think something, something is in here. But then the, the, the final straw is that when I finally get to sleep, I will start having some very intense nightmares. Uh, and that's when I believe that these things are entering my room and interfering with my sleep. And that's when I say, uh, I got something bad here and I need to get it out of here. And so I wasn't sure which item I had brought into my house that was creating this effect that I had experienced multiple times before with other items. And after two nights of this, I figured, well, maybe I'll just take everything and put it into the storage, one of my storage units. And I opened up the suitcase and I go, oh, look, I totally forgot about this gargoyle that I bought, this protective gargoyle. So I instantly brought this gargoyle into my bedroom. And he's a very intimidating looking guy. And I set him, I said, I said to him, your job is to protect me and scare away these bad things. And I set him right there next to me. And it was just like the air was cleared. And since then, I didn't even have to take these negative things out of my house. He, he seemed to be keeping them away from me. And so now. I, I carry him around. Uh, if I'll, if I'm in the studio, like I am right now, a lot of times I'll bring him in and I'll sit him right there or if, certainly when I'm going to go to sleep. And it reminds me a lot of the tradition behind Halloween in general. Do you remember why that we, I've told you this before, why that we wear masks at Halloween? It goes back to a lot of the sort of, you know, pagan traditions. These ideas that when the harvest period is about to kick in. The veil becomes very thin between our world and other worlds. And so these spirits are able to slip into our world from the land of the dead. And many of them are not, not they're not nice. Okay. They are, some of them are very nefarious, scary spirits. And so to combat that, we will wear Halloween masks that will either make it seem as if we are blending in with these ghouls or we are trying to be even more intimidating than they are and beating them at their their game and scaring them away. And, you know, we put out jack-o'-lanterns and all these things to try to frighten off the truly bad stuff. And so I think that maybe when you have something like one of these little gargoyles, it accomplishes a similar mission in your life. And you know how I did a podcast a while back and I was talking about Herkimer diamonds and I said, look, I, I, I could sell you a Herkimer diamond, but it's not going to work that well for you. You just need to go online and you need to find one that you connect with that feels right for you. It's the same thing with these gargoyles. I just recommend that you get on the internet. And you just start looking around at websites that have different kind of gargoyles because there are a million different types out there. And when you find one that connects with you, you'll go, aha. And that is one that you can bring into your life to see if it starts protecting you and scaring some of these spooky things away. Now, if you want to know just how much of an impact that paranormal phenomena can make on your environment and how interactive these energies can be. I have an experiment that I want to tell you about that I did in a very haunted house. And I also have what may be some breaking news about this haunted house. At least this is news to me. And uh, I think especially those of you who have studied some of the work I've done in the mountains of Western North Carolina will want to hear about this one. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be back after these important messages. (laughs) 
Don't go anywhere. There's more strange things coming right up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. I was recently talking to producer Tom Danheiser about the importance of charity. Uh, he is a very charitable guy, and we both think that it really is wonderful to support charitable causes. And when you do that, you create positive energy for everybody. It helps you out as much as the people you're helping out. And I do have way too much stuff. And uh, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to put it all on display. And so I think what I'm going to be doing is uh, auctioning off some of the things that I have in my collection, my personal collection and some of the stuff from the Asheville Mystery Museum, uh, auctioning off things that have a positive or protective spiritual energy or, or just something that's really cool and, and neat and funky and decorative and start auctioning these things off from time to time and um, 
giving a good chunk of that to charities. So uh, I have this website called unusualauctions.com, unusualauctions.com. And if you go there and check it, oh, check it as often as possible. You never know what I will have there for you at unusualauctions.com. Speaking of the Asheville Mystery Museum, the museum, of course, unfortunately, is no longer around because, you know, it got flooded in 2020 and we just ended up having to to move it out of there. And so all the contents are in two different storage units, uh, one in Asheville and one here in Las Vegas. Asheville, North Carolina is where I was born and raised. And Asheville is in Buncombe County. And the oldest standing structure in Buncombe County there, or at least around Asheville, I'm sure, uh, is called the Smith McDowell House. And it was built in 1840. And James McConnell Smith was the guy who, who built it. And he was, you know, he, he owned like a gold mine and all kinds of businesses. I can't remember all the stuff that he had, but he was, <laughs> He was a very well-to-do man. And the Smith McDowell house contacted me many years ago. I mean, gosh, I'd say almost 20, 20 years or something like that ago. And they asked me and my lemur team to start doing investigations of the Smith McDowell house. And we had carte blanche to go there and not only do investigations, but I also was able to work with them to do some Halloween events, which helped them raise money because they're a nonprofit. And we had people who would come from all over the country and participate in that. And the thing about the old Smith McDowell house is that um, it's haunted, apparently, by a little girl. We're not sure who she is, but a lot of people have seen a little girl. And I actually was I, I hosted a ghost hunt at the Smith McDowell house. Oh, about 13 years ago for a celebrity, Kelly Pickler, the country singer. She was big on American Idol. She's a television personality. Kelly Pickler came to Asheville and the local radio station there, 570 WWNC and, and, and their affiliates. They asked me if I would take Kelly Pickler on a ghost hunt. And so my team and I took Kelly Pickler to the Smith McDowell house for a night. And we had a blast. I mean, she was just the sweetest, loveliest, most humble person. And she was just having a great time. We all had a lot of fun. Dean Worsing was there that night. Dean Worsing brought a uh, a little rubber ball like a kid would play with. And he would set that thing down in a room and we would dim the lights and we'd start asking the, the little girl to play with the ball and it would start rolling around. As a matter of fact, there's video of this on YouTube. If you go to YouTube and you just do a search for Kelly Pickler Ghost Hunt, her first name is spelled K-E-L-L-I-E and then Pickler, you know, P-I-C-K-L-E-R. Kelly Pickler Ghost Hunt, you'll see some clips that um that Kelly Pickler's channel posted from that uh, from that investigation. So um, it's, it's a really interesting place for a number of reasons, but we've, we've never been exactly sure why it was so haunted. I mean, we'd heard that there were, you know, there, there were servants there that were mistreated and all that kind of stuff. Well, I got a message just days ago from a researcher named Rebecca, and she found this article that was published in a newspaper called the Asheville Messenger on December 25th of 1840. And here's what it says. Suicide. On Sunday evening, the 20th, a man whose name from papers found in his possession is supposed to be Robert B. Hamilton put an end to his earthly existence at the house of James M. Smith, that's the guy, James McConnell Smith, in this village by hanging himself with his pocket handkerchief fastened to the bedpost. What could have induced him to commit this rash act and thus rush unbidden into the presence of his maker? He has left no clue by which we can ascertain or even conjecture. Funny how they wrote back then, isn't it? Goes on to say, he came to the house of Mr. Smith on Saturday evening in the southern stage, 
complained of being indisposed and went to a private room where he remained until he tied the fatal noose on the next evening. From papers found in his possession, it is supposed he had heretofore resided in Abbeville, South Carolina, and that he had recently been at uh, Spartanburg, and he had with him about $150 in money and copies of notes supposed to have been placed in the hands of some person for collection to the amount of about $1,600, which are in the hands of Mr. Smith. So I sent that to Vance Pollock, Sherlock Pollock, and uh, he is the best forensic historian I've ever met. And uh, Vance says, yeah, this looks like it's that's him. So I don't recall ever having proof of a suicide at the Smith McDowell house before, but there it is. Asheville Messenger, December 25th, Christmas Day of 1840, on page three. How do you like that? I did a really interesting experiment at the Smith McDowell house because one of the things that people would always experience there uh, were batteries running down. I cannot tell you how many times my team and I would go in there and I don't care if we were using walkie talkies or video cameras or whatever we had, something paranormal would start happening and then boom, the batteries would get zapped. And when people would come and do our ghost hunts, the same thing would happen. These strange people who would come from all over the country, they would just be walking around shooting video and boom, it would stop working. You know, the camera, the, the battery. And so I always wondered what is this phenomenon about is it possible that when a ghost or something like that is going to materialize that it it needs energy from somewhere so it taps into a battery and drains that energy is that possible that that's what's happening so i did a really interesting experiment i took a little battery powered fan i did this back in 2006 i think yeah 2006 i took a fan that was powered by two double a batteries and I set it up in front of a camera and I let it run. And I recorded the entire duration of how long it ran right down to the second. It ran for one hour and 38 minutes and then it stopped. I put that exact and I did, I did that at my home as a control. I took that exact same setup to the basement of the Smith McDowell house where batteries were draining all the time. I set everything up, left it alone. And guess what? In that case, I got the exact same result. <laughs> it, the motor ran for one hour and 38 minutes. Now, granted, there were some slight variations, but not much. The temperature was the same in both locations. And I did this only days apart. So what can we conclude from this? I don't know. But, but what I can tell you is that when I did this at my house as a control, I left it alone. And when I did this at the Smith McDowell house as a control or, or as, as, an, as an experiment, I left it alone. So I'm wondering if the parapsychologists are right, that for ghostly things to start happening, for there to be an exchange of energy, you're better off if you have people there in the mix interacting with things that's not the case all the time but in many cases it may be that you need to have a person there to somehow interfere i did not repeat that experiment but i i'm i'm wondering if you can do something like that i can't do everything i have too much stuff going on especially at this time of my life but it's an easy experiment to do set up a camera Put a fan there with a clock right behind it. Time it at, 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 you know, in your living room or some control location and then take it somewhere that's supposed to be paranormally active and do it and see if you can get it to slow down uh, the rate of the, the, the battery flow or somehow affect that battery charge um, by your presence. You see, somehow... Ghosts and the environment and ourselves all work together and all interact. But we still don't know exactly how it works. I got an email I want to read to you, though, from a guy 
who said, I love this show, and I've been wanting to tell you for a long time about what happened to my mom. This is a listener in Canada. And actually, I've got a couple of other really cool emails I'm going to try to squeeze in here. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's more Joshua P. Warren and Strange Things coming right up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Art Bell Vault never disappoints. Classic audio at your fingertips. Go now to coasttocoastam.com for full details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and I received this email from Frank in Ontario, Canada. He says, you absolutely rock. I love listening to you. I dig your humor. 
I've been following you for quite a while and you never disappoint. Wow, thank you, Frank. What a nice way to start a message. I appreciate that. And I like that you dig my sense of humor because a lot of people do not get it. (laughs) So anyway, Frank goes on to say, I have a story for you. My mom is a Jehovah's Witness, and I was raised in that religion, but left at 16-ish. Having said that, my mom tells of a story when I think I was six years old. My father worked at General Motors and that week worked the afternoon shift, so he would come home around 11.30 p.m. My mom would visit the farm next to us as we became friends and I would play with their son, Joey. But that week, Joey's mother came to visit my mom at our house. Oh, and a side note, Joey's mom was known to be a fortune teller in Hungary and, uh, So anyway, he says, (laughs) this is interesting how he writes this, but he says, when this woman would come to visit, my mom preached to her and my, but my mom would let her smoke in the house. You got to remember, this is like the early seventies. So he says, my mom had what she said could only be the reason of what she left behind were her smoke butts. So my mom did her thing and they talked and they did whatever and joey's mom left well that night my mother heard around 11:30 p.m the door in the back of the house open now when you came into the back of the house you would walk up three stairs into the kitchen and turn right going down the hall to go right to my parents bedroom and if you went left it would go to the kids bedroom So after hearing the door open, my mother assumed it was my father coming up the stairs. She heard big, heavy feet, a lot of heavy breathing. My mom slept with her back towards the door. So the heavy footsteps coming down the hall were very, very heavy, my mom says, and they came into the room beside the bed. My mother says, dear, what are you doing? And then it was like a handprint that pressed down her shoulder all the way down to her elbow and pressed her into the bed to the point that it hurt her. Pushed her deep into the bed and she looked around to see if it was my dad and she says there was no one there. And she tells of how she prayed to God and then all she heard was three or four steps running away, running from the bed almost as if something ran and jumped to fly away. That's her words. And then nothing. And then 15 seconds later, the back door opened again, and it was my father this time. This story gives me the creeps to this day. As a child, up till I left home, I've had so many instances that were unexplained and very scary. All the best. Well... Well, thank you, Frank. I guess the, uh, you know, the idea here is that maybe the fortune teller brought some kind of, uh, energy over into your house, right? That your mom found disagreeable. <laughs> it reminds me of what I was saying earlier in the show, though, right? About something coming into your bedroom. That freaks you out. That is some freaky stuff. Okay. How about this one? This comes to me from Gary. He says, Mr. Warren, I'm currently listening to the first couple episodes of Strange Things on Spotify at work. And when I heard you speak about parasymatics, my interest was piqued and I was compelled to write you. By the way, when I first listened to the tone of the $100 bill, I had some fortuitous manifestations. I've heard you on Coast to Coast before and heard your name a few times here and there, but I had not realized just what you were on to. I've been researching runes, symbology, mythology, etc. for years. Now, I'm just a mechanic with some quirky interests, and I read about these subjects in search of the truth. Manifestation, interdimensional portals, lost knowledge, ancient civilizations. As a visual representation, I enjoy the Marvel film Doctor Strange as an illustration of magic. The explanation is fairly accurate as I see things as well. I don't mean it's a literal depiction, of course. It's just a good representation of concentrating and imagining the symbols that help to focus the energies of the universe to manifest and conjure things. 
There are many ways to depict these symbols, runes, pictograms, mandalas, mudras. There are representations of energy such as sound waves, light, etc. And what I'm getting about it, what I'm getting at here is have you applied parasymatics to various symbols to explore what tones they create and at what frequencies? I believe that translating symbols into sounds, the frequencies may have an effect on energy or matter, especially if used together. Think of the seven tones produced by the pillars of the Hindu temple. Have you ever fed the various tones that astronomers have picked up into cymatic devices to explore perhaps what symbols are formed? I have many thoughts, questions, and theories I'd love to pick your brain about, but you're a busy guy, so hopefully I'm steering you in an interesting direction. Uh, thank you for that message, Gary, and yes, 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 I have done all that. Um, I created parasymatics as a a form of taking sounds and turning them into images. But then I advanced that into Parasymatics 2.0, in which I take images and turn them into sounds. And I will just tell you, I have a lot more coming out this year about my sigil work. I'm, I'm just so swamped. But if you want the latest, all you have to do right now is go to joshuapwarren.com. On the homepage, you can scroll down and you will see right now some sigils listed there and under it in yellow letters it says update for a complete list of new sigils click here and if you click that where it says for a complete list of new sigils click here that will take you to the big page that's got everything about parasymatics and parasymatics 2.0 where i'm doing all this stuff but i will have some big announcements later this year at least i plan to for those of you who follow me through my free e-newsletter, I have some brand new sigil stuff and parasymatic stuff I'm going to be releasing. Uh, okay, let me try to squeeze one more in here from David. Uh, he says, on September the 6th of 2021, I started experiencing a very annoying problem that persisted all day, every day. It was related to another nagging problem of several years duration. So, on October 24th, I loaded the psionic dematerializer with the annoying problem. Now, let me pause. He's talking about something called the Bad Buster that I have in my curiosity shop. And he says the Bad Buster psionic dematerializer worked again. I loaded it with my problem, and two days later, I was inspired to start walking daily, but to minor help. After a few weeks, it was 50% better, but I was then inspired to totally quit a five-year habit of two or three 20-ounce sodas a day. That was the answer. Just 18 days later, the problem was 95% gone, and by December 22nd, it was 99% gone. On December 27th, I was so satisfied with the result, I removed and trashed the paper note and returned the psionic dematerializer to its box. As of December 31st, the annoying problem and the years long nagging are both 100% gone. I do not want the sodas anymore. It worked again. Thank you, David. David, I am so happy to hear that. And, you know, that's the thing. I know that when you when I talk about some of this crazy sounding stuff on this show, a lot of it's free. Some of it, you know, you have to go to my curiosity shop to buy it. But I tell people you buy it. And if you if, it, if this doesn't work for you, you have a 100 percent money back guarantee. I'm providing this for you. This because it worked for me and I'm hoping it, it works somehow for you. And so, uh, it'd be a pretty poor decision if I had to give everybody a refund, right? So no, I put these out there because they're experimental. I can't explain how they work, but when stuff works for me, I share it with all of you. So thank you, David, and congratulations. Here's something free that works for a lot of people. A lot of people look forward to this. Every single week, it is the good fortune tone. Take a deep breath 
If you can, close your eyes, and hopefully this tone will make your next week the best one ever. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.